And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Welcome everyone to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm always so grateful for each and every one of you that tunes in. And today we are talking about the April energy update. And I am so excited to bring in the messages. And there are a lot of them. There are, let's see how many themes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight themes for this month. Now, this is because of how much we move through in March with all of the things that happen. And if you are just new to my channel or just new to the podcast, check out the March energy update to get an insight as well as the March astrology. So there's two significant podcasts for March to get an understanding of that. And then that'll make sense as to why these things are coming through for April, which we are in now, beginning of the month, new month. Uh, fresh energy month. And this energy I want to start with is a number four energy. It's the fourth month of the year. It represents the emperor card in tarot, if any of you guys do tarot. And the emperor card is really about standing in your power and knowing who you are in that kind of masculine energy power. It doesn't mean you have to be embodied as a masculine to feel that energy. It's that action-oriented sense of self. The emperor sits on his throne because he knows what it took to get him there, the actions, the strength, stability, and the confidence. So it's that, but paired with this really beautiful, grounded, stable earth energy. There's a lot of energy about Gaia this month. It's really beautiful. So there is this new frequency with April because of everything we shifted and changed in March. I remember Shannon um, Takas in the March astrology update, she said anyone or pretty much everybody is going to walk into March feeling one way and walk out of March feeling different. Nobody will move through March without feeling different in some way. For some, it'll be a big evolution of soul. In others, it might be smaller incremental things, but March was here with the different alignments to create change. And it was creating change right to the very end. And that's something they said right up until even 11.59 p.m. on the 31st. March has so much to offer, and it really does. And what that's allowed now is this new frequency. And I felt this frequency come in just the other day. It literally, literally, I closed my eyes to tune in, and I felt this big wave come right through as if it was moving through the earth and like picked up the sidewalk and waved under and it went right through me and it almost knocked me off my chair. But in a excited way, I was like, whoa, what was that? And when I dove into what that was, Spirit was saying that that is this crisp new frequency. We have yet again stepped up into higher frequency consciousness as a collective on the planet because so many people were really willing to look at March 
and get their hands dirty and get in to that energy of what it was bringing through. And that allowed this frequency change. So notice how you yourself have changed in just that one month. The other thing that March did was it allowed us to let go of the energies of 2022 fully and really embrace the energies of 2023, which again is this new frequency. Now, in connection with that, we also have so many solar flare activity events uh, happening over and over. And we're seeing that in the auroras, in the northern lights, as that physical manifestation of what's happening energetically in the cosmos. And then we have the earth that is responding to that too, with the Schumann resonance, with these high frequencies. So we are better suited to move through these energetic bursts of frequencies now. So for all of you that are um, really stepping into 5D consciousness, really seeing glimpses or living more fully in that 5D consciousness, that 5D world, you will more harmoniously fuse with this new frequency, essentially. It'll work more in your favor. And that's something that Spirit really stressed in the beginning of the year. They said how the light would work in favor of lightworkers. And again, I want to say lightworkers are all of you who are doing things for the betterment of humanity. Not every lightworker has to be massively spiritual, um, but anyone who holds that energy of compassion for humanity to do better for humanity with a feeling of purpose, whether it be just within your family, in your community, on a global scale, that's the energetics of a lightworker. So there are a lot of them. And so this compassion energy really merges with this new frequency. And so this will also feed back into your energy so that what you're able to put out now has a higher ability to come back. And I'm seeing that figure eight pattern, that infinity pattern. And so Spirit wanted to say one of the points here too for this month is notice how compassion expresses itself through you to others and then how it comes back. How the things that you are doing for your for others are also then feeding back into nourishing your soul. And it's because your desire to do is your desire to help, not so that you can get back, but because you know the purpose you bring. But in being in that energy, you then do also receive. There's this beautiful energy of bounty, but in flow of give and receive. So I really want to give a lot of you a ton of credit, a beautiful pat on the back and encouragement to keep going because what each and every one of you is doing is making a difference. What you have changed, moved through, released, forgiven, embraced, acknowledged in your life is having a direct effect on the collective, which is allowing these big frequency jumps. So it's fantastic. Now, the next thing Spirit wanted to talk about was the alignments. We have some really interesting uh, cosmic alignments, and I really believe that Paying attention to what's happening astrologically has a huge value on what's going on on earth. We need only to look at the month of March and how much those alignments of Saturn into Pisces, Pluto into Aquarius, uh, just to name a few, had an effect on what was going on on our planet and in our own personal lives. And so I will always bring in bits of astrology because it is a part of our embodiment here. As above, so below is what spirit always says. So in April, we have... uh, On April 10th and 11th are these amazingly beautiful days 
to really double down on your intentions and your manifestation energy. It's kind of like these two very auspicious energetic days to take advantage of, um, meaning use the energy, work with the energy to really add extra high vibes to whatever it is you're wanting to create, whatever you're desiring to create or manifest, review it on one of those days, uh, ponder it, add extra prayers or intentions to it, or just sit in the energy of what you know it will feel like once you've manifested it. And maybe for some of you, you already are seeing the fruits of those manifestations. And it's about having the gratitude for them and recognizing that they are in fact there. Adding your intent on those two days, April 10th and 11th, you really can like double down or double up the energy you're putting towards something in a bountiful way totally bountiful way. Now, April 19th, we have eclipse season starting. So we have these extra powerful, uh, renewal energies, also exposure energies. So revealing things, exposing things, um, shining a light on things. I feel that's going to be very big in the collective energy, what we see in media, social media kind of things. Um, and then also we have Mercury going retrograde again on, on the 21st of April. So here's the thing with Mercury retrograde. A lot of people give it a bad rap that it is when all things go chaotic and communication goes haywire and technical issues come up. Um, those things can happen. But the bigger teacher of Mercury retrograde is to kind of slow down and pause and assess. And so I find it interesting that that comes up on April 21st. What that means is from now until then is like manifestation mode, like really taking advantage of it or holding steady to the frequencies if they're working for you. Really live in it, breathe in it, embody it, have joy in it, revel in it. Uh, so that when you approach the energy of Mercury retrograde, it's going to kind of work in your favor. Really, again, if we are stuck in 3D cycles, planetary cycles like Mercury retrograde have a greater ability to cause hiccups and turmoil if they're so designed, right? Just as they can cause greater uplifting moments when they're positive, when we're stuck in 3D. When we're sitting in energetic consciousness of 5D, when there are more turbulent planetary things happening, we are less affected by it because we know how to hold a higher frequency to move through it or to let something go or to bend and be flexible so that we're not rigid and responsive and, and uh, say, triggered. We're more aware and, and can make more conscious choices. So Mercury retrograde does not need to be a negative. It can be an opportunity to review, to take a pause for a moment, take stock on everything that you've done in the month of April so far as a result of what you did in March. Like it's a good point to catch your breath. So that's what I want to say about that. Now, some of the other things Spirit wanted to mention was this month, uh, we still are going to have clear dream communication. So notice what's coming up for you in dream state. Really pay attention to your dreams. And I have done podcasts before on dream state. And what I want to say is, Sometimes dreams can be pretty convoluted, but what you want to look for is the theme in the dream. So sometimes we have multiple dreams in a night and they all have a similar theme. Like maybe it's a running dream where you're running away from in the first one, bears, second one, a burglar, third one, a tornado, right? The theme of that is you're running from something. What are you running from? 
right? Another one, uh, I was talking about this in my dance class recently. Um, someone had mentioned how they have these dreams of showing up on stage and not knowing the number and they have to go on stage. And I've totally had that dream before many times. And you know, that theme would be feeling unprepared. What are you unprepared for? What are you worried about that you can't control in this moment? So look for the themes. And just as much as you're noticing maybe the triggered themes or the heavier themes, also notice in your dream state when you have the positive themes, the themes where you're flying, right? The themes where you are receiving a bounty, receiving an award, Uh, say you're performing in a show and you're doing the best you've ever done, Notice the themes because that's how spirit really wants to bring through communication is in the dream state. So I also want to say too, notice when your dreams are really, really vivid or when they're just kind of a smattering of things that have been going on in your life because very vivid dreams are often the communication ones from our guides, from family members, whereas the ones that are just kind of a smattering of things, it can very well be the brain going through everything that's been going on in the day. So something to consider there. I would recommend a dream journal so you can jot some of the things down before they disappear because there's a lot that can come through. And also, before you go to bed at night, a really beautiful practice is to set your intent that you wish for dream communication or you wish to know an answer to this or that, uh, that you wish your spirit guides could come through and help you remember And sometimes it takes a little bit of practice to make that happen, but you would be surprised at what starts to kind of trickle through into your conscious memory from that dream state. Another thing, actually, before I move on topics, another thing you can do, which I'll do with my guide sometimes, is I will say, if there's something really pertinent in the dream state, please wake me up so I can actually wake up, write it down and go back to bed. And so they'll do that. They'll they'll literally in the dream, walk up and be like, Jeanette, you need to wake up and write this down. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And so I'll wake up, write it down and go back to bed. So those things can happen. Now, the next thing I want to say, this I thought was really neat because we're in this energy of more stability this month, we have great opportunities based on the reflections we did and the changes we did in March for past life memories to come up. So my guides were saying that for many people, past life memories are going to come up in some form. They may come through in Akashic record readings, past life regression, mediumship readings. Perhaps you're pulling cards and you get messages that way, but they may also come up in dream state. So again, that ties in a little bit. You may have a vivid dream of you, but not in this life. And it's so vivid. And you're like, where did that come from? It could very, very well be past life memories. You could also have moments where, you know, say you're washing dishes or you're painting or something and all of a sudden very vivid storyline of something of yours pops into your head and you're like, what was that? Past life memories. So for many people, these past life memory pieces are coming up right now because it is giving us the opportunity to gather more conscious knowledge about who we are here in the now, what we're wanting to do and why. And oftentimes we have past life things that feed into this lifetime now. Sometimes it's gifts we had in the past life start to open and reveal themselves in this lifetime. Um, For others, it could be past life fears are present here. But when we realize they're not anything to do with this life, but a past life, we can work to remove it. Uh, As well is... um, Spirit is saying dormant knowledge more specifically 
is going to come through for a lot of people too. So you may feel, say you're watching a show on something, maybe it's the geology of volcanoes or something. And as you're watching this, you're like, I know that. I know that. And you're hearing these things say for the first time, but you have this soul recognition of, I know. And that again is to bring in various levels of expertise that you've already acquired. And it's about recognizing them. So something to notice. Also, one thing I want to say on that too, is notice where you have a natural compassion for things. Maybe it's a natural compassion for animals. Maybe it's a natural compassion for um, injustice or racial injustice. So there's many things. Notice where you have a natural compassion because that's another indicator of where you probably in a past life experienced the disharmony of that thing. So for example, if it was animals, you have such a desire to care and comfort animals you may very well have been an animal in a past life that was abused, had a really tough life, or maybe you witnessed those things in a past life. Uh, those, those kind of insights can come through and help us understand why we are the way we are. And spirit wants that so much because we are absolutely multifaceted beings. And the more we are stepping up in this higher consciousness, again, this new ripple, this new frequency of consciousness, we then have access to more of the totality of what we are about. So more of that is going to come forward. And so I think that's fantastic. Really interesting. Again, there's a big benefit to writing it down, to having a place where you validate what's coming through so you can start to see the patterns unfold. Because sometimes with awakening, so many things can happen. It's sometimes overwhelming. So when we can at least write it down and then we pause and we sometimes just totally step away from it and then we come back to it, When we review it over after, we have more of an ability to take it in. So there's something there. All right. Now the next thing, I have two more points here. The next one is soul connections. Soul connections are are these beautiful weavings within our soul contract of certain people, karmic partners, soulmates, twin flames, uh, ascensionary soulmates, whatever your term is, and there's many, many different ones, these soul connections are really going to start to come into play in this new frequency. So essentially the soul connections that are really here to benefit you in, I want to say a more positive way, not trauma-based soul connections, but positive soul connections to collaborate, to create new things are coming into play. And I'm going to talk about this in a podcast, kind of a bigger or a deeper dive on that. These soul connections are to help us move forward now because for many people, they have done so much personal clearing, transmuting, healing, mind, body, and soul that they sit in this position of compassion. And now these beautiful soul unions can come together and pair and amplify that energy because that idea of two or more unite or two or more agree, so it shall be. It's an amplification And so I love that this is coming in already because 2024 is a lot about soul unions, divine unions, but we're going to start to see the fruits of that right now, especially those that are light workers. So these soul unions can be soulmate relationships, can be business relationships, can be a deepening of family bonds, friendships, um, 
you name it, but not in a codependent way, in a way that there are two very individual, uh, self-assured people that can hold space for the other or groups, right? This can be groups coming together that can hold space for each person's individuality to allow both sides or the group to thrive. That is what we're going to start to see more and more. So this I feel is going to happen more and more on the individual scale first. We will see some of this happening on the collective or global scale. That's going to come later though, like a majority or a bigger wave of that is going to come later. Right now we're going to be seeing this very individually. So I'm really curious how that unfolds for all of you. But again, it's based on your soul contract destiny. So we are moving into this phase now of our ascension where we have more capacity for beautiful, harmonious unions. I love that. And I want to say those unions don't mean uh, perfection and they don't mean there's never disagreement, but it's Unions where, like I said, each person can show up as they are and the other can hold space for them to be and express who they are, but also not lose their own individuality, also not cause strife. It's like, what is your thoughts? What what are you feeling? Okay, this is what I'm feeling also. Where can we um, work together on this? And then where can I also hold space for you to have that idea, which isn't my truth, but that's okay, right? It's this two whole parts coming together or groups coming together in that form. So I think that is massively positive across the board because this is higher level communication, which is just, is beautiful. Now, the last one that I want to bring through, which uh, I kind of chuckled because I was, I was about to start recording this and then Spirit said, one more thing, one more thing. And I was like, okay, what's your one more thing? And they said, fashion. And I laughed out loud. I was like, fashion? I was like, what? And they said, listen. So their message about fashion was, notice how the expression through color changes, both individually and collective. What colors are you drawn to? Notice the vibrancy and who chooses colors that are more vibrant. Notice who chooses colors that are more grounded Notice how those colors really reflect the energetics of a particular person or group. And so it doesn't mean a judgment either way. If someone feels comfortable in black, that's okay. It doesn't mean they're negative. Just notice when the colors begin to change. So if someone who likes to wear black or gray a lot suddenly starts to want to wear turquoise or pink, there's a shift happening there, right? And so notice for yourself as well, how is that changing? How are you expressing your energetics through your fashion? And it's really interesting. And so when they explained that to me, I was like, oh, I see. So that can give us an idea of someone's shift in transformation as well as our own of the energetics we're carrying by what we choose to wear. And again, it doesn't always It doesn't mean that if you start wearing turquoise, you have to forevermore. And that if you ever wear black, it means, oh, you've gone backwards. It's not that. It's more the general idea, the kind of overview of what you notice. So say you notice somebody in your life that wore really muted colors, but they're starting to wear lipstick or they're starting to wear pinks and light greens and, you know, kind of moving into pastels. There's a transformation happening there within them energetically, which is being shown through the way in which they are adorning their body. So 
how we feel about our body, how we show up in the world through our body has a, is essentially a communication tool of our energetics. And so I thought that was really interesting. So I personally, personally, I'm going to be curious what happens on the collective level. This is where my curiosity is, is what are the, the fashions that are coming out? What are the colors that become really popular not in just the fashion industry, but I mean more like what more people are wearing. Uh, I'm curious what happens this summer. Like that's where my mind goes just to see, you know, are, are people becoming more colorful? And so I think that's really neat because color in itself has a massive frequency. It actually communicates an understanding to our eyes. Color does. Uh, it communicates to our eyes something about something. And, you know, just think about how even in a more simple way, if someone is really red, we consider they must be really hot or something's wrong. If someone's really pale, oh, I notice you're pale. This means this. We've learned the association with it. But color in itself also can speak to our energetics, our chakras, our vibration, our joy or sorrow. So all to say, notice how color starts to show up in your world, in the world around you, how you choose to express, maybe change, maybe you're painting some walls in your house, a different color, whatever it may be. Spirit said, notice color as well, especially in fashion. So ah, I'm really looking forward to April. I hope you are all as well, because there's a lot of neat energy at play here. Like there was a lot to say. So I hope you're feeling the positivity and uh, I hope you take stock of how much you transformed in March and really give yourself some credit for all of that because that was a big month. And now we get to see some beautiful blossoming of the fruits or the flowers of our labor in our personal gardens. So I will leave that with all of you for now. Thank you always so much for joining me on the show. I sure appreciate all of you and uh, yeah. I will see you all next week. Have a beautiful one.